Hey, I'm Brandon Ream. And I'm Patrick Hasty. And we're the hosts of The, the Nostalgic, Nostalgic Front. Front. Every Monday, we are joined by hilarious guests like Tom Takar, Kate Willette, Shalewa Sharp, and Carmen Lagala to talk about the best parts of growing up in the 80s, 90s, and 2000s. You know, stuff like movies, TV, games, junk food. Forgotten things. And then, every Thursday, we do a fun size episode where the two of us do a deep dive into a specific topic. Things like Nintendo, pro wrestling, the Muppets, and breakfast cereals. Oh, and one time we played an entire game of the Oregon Trail. So check out The Nostalgic Front on Spotify, Stitcher, Podomatic, or subscribe on iTunes. And remember, if you're not an NFer, you're an MFer. So get the f out of here! Hello, and welcome back to Think to the Brink. This week we're taking on a cartoon character again, one from not our childhoods, way before, before our childhoods, back to the 70s. Maybe our parents' childhoods. I remember watching this show quite a lot growing up, but I feel like it was something that my parents may have put on for me. But I assume they were still showing it on Cartoon Network and the like when we were kids. Yeah, well apparently, I, I just looked up, there were only ever 17 episodes. Wow. Ever. But there were loads of spin-offs and video games, and so maybe you were watching a spin-off, maybe a... Potentially I was. A Dick Dastardly's Flying Machines as opposed to a, a Wacky Racers. We are, of course, zeroing in on Dick Dastardly, the villainous character, uh, a bit in his sidekick Muttley from uh, the cartoon series Wacky Racers. This episode is dedicated to and chosen by Dickie Armour who won our competition. We say it as if, as if it's a household name. Oh, yeah. Good on Dickie. I think, I think, I think Dickie Armour is, is a household should name. should be. So Dickie won the competition that is still ongoing. If you can send in proof, screenshots, that you follow us on Twitter and Instagram, like us on Facebook, and subscribe on whatever podcast platform you listen with, you will get to pick your own episode. We will dedicate an episode to you, and you will get to have us overthink a topic of your choosing. So Dickie chose Wacky Races, which is obviously something that he grew up watching, and we've decided to, yeah, to take the, probably the most infamous character, I think you'd say, from that series, Dick Dastardly, the villain. Uh, but the competition is still ongoing, and if you want to get involved, and if you want to uh, know what our social media is, uh, yeah. we're kind enough to give that for you now. <laughs> Let's do it. Instagram and Twitter, we're Think to the Brink with the number two. Facebook, we're Think to the Brink with the word T-O. Um, we're on YouTube if you search Think to the Brink all of our older episodes are there and you can listen on many different platforms Acast Podbean Spotify iTunes yeah the the classics you know if you're listening right now you found us but mixing it up every week distributing your wealth yeah of knowledge we always say those podcast platforms in a different order maybe we should write that down yeah (laughs) It's quite nice to mix it up. But anyway, big thanks to Dickie. Big shout out to him. Uh, this is his episode uh, as much as it is ours. On Dick Dastardly. Roll titles. I'm Will Baker. And I'm Alex Prescott. And you're listening to Think to the Brink. Where best to go for opinions than mum's neck. Can, can Jesus choose which wine he turns it into? There needs to be some middle ground between a full stop and an exclamation point. Your taste buds are amazing. So it's basically like a glorified textbook writer. Is there any person in the world that is more of a yes man than Mr. Samini? So, Dick Dastardly. Do you think Dickie Armour was named after? Well, I think if he had been, he probably would have requested just Dick Dastardly, but yeah. because he requested Wacky Races. Um, but potentially, well, yeah, and also if he was named after it, he probably wouldn't have grown up watching it. <laughs> because 
True. A little bit of a... Yeah, that is true. And that good point. Good point. And he'll be called Dick Armour, not Dicky Armour. Yeah, well, he might he might have tried to distance himself later on. Would you think Dick Dastardly was ever called Dicky Dastardly by Muttley, maybe? Does Muttley talk? Um, no, I don't think so. He snickers, doesn't he? I think that's yeah, a lot of laughter. Yeah, a lot of laughter, yeah. Well, um, it's good that they get on well. So here in Wikipedia, it was 1968 TV series, Wacky wow. Races. And the premise, for those who don't know... Who are listening to this podcast? Well, I guess Dick Dastardly, actually, he's more well-known. I think he's known beyond Wacky Races now. Yeah, I think so. And Muttley as well, yeah. Yeah. But the series features 11 different cars racing against each other in various road rallies round America, with each driver hoping to win the title of world's wackiest racer. Now, that, to me, speaks that you don't necessarily have to win the race to win the title. You can just be a bit quirky and, you know, whatever mode of transport you're using is a bit out there. And I mean, they are all out there, but like, still, it, it seems to be in the, in the show, Yeah, they're trying to win. Exactly. I mean, I, I, I think World's Wackiest Racer could almost be like a kind of, you know, it's it's a separate prize. It's like sort of most yeah. improved. <laughs> most improved. Yeah. So we've got the winner, second place, third place, and Wackiest, wackiest Racer. racer yeah, it's like, what about these races would you say is wacky? Well, I just, well, cross-species. Yeah. I think if we look at some of the contestants, you've got, you know, the Slag Brothers. Um, Couldn't say that now, could you? <laughs> Rufus Roughcut and Sawtooth. Uh, the Gruesome Twosome, the Ant Hill Mob. Do you think any of these are their actual names? Um, I think they're stage names. I think Penelope like, Pitstop, even. Stage yeah. Name. Or is she called, like, Penelope Smith? I mean, Penelope is her real name, but Pitstop's probably, like, her sort of stage name. Yeah. Uh, she, she used to drive around in the compact pussycat. Of course. Um... Professor Pat Pending, Luke and Blubber Bear. So there's a lot of different species that take part. Peter Perfect, that's from uh, Horrid Henry, isn't it? Yeah. Oh no, Perfect Peter. Perfect Peter. So well, this is pre, pre-Horrid Henry pre. as well. And then, yeah, because yeah, you're on the table of, of the race results. So the show gave the results of it at the end of each episode, first, second and third placings. And sometimes we saw more or all of the other cars cross the final line. The show never indicated a particular scoring system or way to determine who won the wacky racer, so who was the wackiest racer, or indeed who, who won just the racing element. The cumulative totals for first, second and third place are here, and we can see that Dick Dastardly and Muttley are at the bottom with zero, zero on <laughs> everything. So everyone else, even, even Sergeant Blast and Private Meekly in the Army Surplus Special, who did not do very well, they still won three times, came second once. Yeah, everyone's won at least three times, oh, yeah. apart from, I think, so the Slag Brothers are at the top because they've got 14 top three placings. Yeah. So they've won it three times, they've come second eight times, so that's pretty gutting. Yeah. Nearly. But no, so, so that's, that's really where they move themselves away from the competition because everyone, the Ant Hill mob, uh, Penelope Pitstop, a, a favourite, Luke Blubber Bear, and Peter Perfect all won it four times. Yeah. They all joint won it the most. Um, and then Dick Dastardly and Muttley have never finished within the top three, so that's quite sad. So they're very yeah. much at the bottom of the um, of the of the leaderboard. So let's go, go and have a look over on a. Uh, so we've got here on Villains Wiki, which, which is I something d- that we've never used, and I don't really know how that's different from. Uh, well, there's Hanna Barbara wiki as well, which will be cross referencing. Hanna Barbara, for those of you that don't know, is sort of the, the production company, I guess, that has been involved with a lot of your favourite cartoons over the years. So we just done a Tom versus Jerry debate available in the archive. So Hanna Barbara was involved in the production of that. I think they've done Scooby Doo, um, Josie and the Pussycats. Uh, I think more recently Dexter's Lab. Yeah, so, so those kind of things. So a huge tranche. 
of hits. Cartoon royalty. Um, and before we go into the Wikipedia article, but I just want to ask you a question. Yeah. Dick Dastardly and Marley, would you say they're the most famous cartoon man-dog pairing? No. Tintin and Snowy. Correct. <laughs> was that what, what you were thinking? No, actually I wasn't, but... Mm. Yeah, no. I'm sure uh, there are loads, actually. Wallace and, and Gromit. Gromit. Yeah. I'd say more. Like, yeah. it's not called Dick Dastardly and Muttley. The, the spin-offs were. Yeah. But, uh, no. The most famous evil man-dog pairing. I think they were in the shop. and Max. Although Grinch isn't strictly a man. Yeah. Our Christmas special um, in the year just gone was on Max the Grinch's dog. Also yeah. available in our... We're big on oh, dogs. We're big on dogs. as well. Yeah. Um, Tons of dogs. Fang, Fluffy, Harry Potter dogs. Loads of dogs in our archives. So here on this, on this villain's wiki, we've got kind of a picture and in a, a tabloid-esque style, the caption given is evil doer. Yeah. <laughs> well, he is. Yeah, he does do... Um, I think what the the key message of the show we've just seen is evil doesn't pay off because the fact that they were um, dastardly tried to cheat many many times they never actually won so it's a good lesson for kids yeah um, so we've got some his his quotes here so one of Dick Dastardly's signature catchphrases is drat drat and double drat and then his famous <laughs> quote is. Drat, drat, double drat, and triple drat. <laughs> so drat, I think, is the optimum word. Just cross-referencing with Hanna-Barbera, we've got curses foiled again. So we can see the Scooby-Doo, yeah. maybe it bled in, and Muttley do something. <laughs> <laughs> so, so much yeah. abstaining okay, yeah. for any responsibility there. Um, full name, Richard Milhouse Dastardly. Elias Dick Dastardly, Richard Dastardly to his mother. <laughs> Origin, Wacky Racers, Occupation, Racer and Pilot. Yeah, because they appear, the spin-off show with them is Dick Dastardly and Muttley's Flying Machines. So I don't know, maybe they... But there are flying machines in Wacky Racers. Yeah, some fly. Yeah. So maybe, yeah. So he's a pilot as um, well. That's quite good, isn't it? Imagine if Lewis Hamilton was like, I'm also an EasyJet pilot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know whether he'd like, do you think Dick Dastardly flies commercially? No, he's got his own private plane. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, could, you, could you say your occupation is a pilot? If you just have a private plane and just fly for yourself. No, occupation implies you make money from it. Or maybe yeah. there's private charters. How does he make money from the races? Like he, he hasn't won. Well, he hasn't won. He hasn't won, ever no. come in the top three. Sponsorship. Or you probably get loads like Wimbledon. You get money in the first round. Yeah, definitely. Yes, but I, oh, we must be doing mad with sponsorship. Yeah, you can sell sponsorship, maybe painting them on the side of your vehicles. Um, this is funny. Powers slash skills, he's put... I, I, I don't think he wrote yeah. it. Maybe he did, maybe he filled it in. I like that he's filled it in. Technology. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not is that, is sure that's not a power, skill. is it? Uh, no, well, it's definitely yeah. not a skill. The power of technology, before his time, really. Yeah. Um, yeah, in the 60s. I don't think technology you know, would Incredibles no with Syndrome making his own superpowers through just technology. Maybe True. he took a leaf out of Dick's book. Uh, well... He's an inventor, I think, as well. I think maybe, you know, he, uh, we assume he's built the machine himself. Yeah. Um, sorry, I just got confused. The machine. Because hobby say. here, singular, but it should be hobbies. He's got racing and flying. So that's nice. He, he loves his job. He's made his, he's made his hobbies into a career. <laughs> that is good. That's the But it is very, very one-trick poet. Pony. Yeah, do you think he has any other hobbies outside of racing and flying and um, competing? Oh no, they're not listed. <laughs> yeah, they're not listed, are maybe, they? Yeah. Uh, like evil doing, I'd say, is a hobby. Um, cheating, sabotage. Yeah. 
kind of there are lots of things, but they all come under the, the broad umbrella of racing and flying. Definitely, yeah. Um, goals, which is always good to have a goal, especially as a villain. Got loads, doesn't he? He's got loads. Um, cheat his way to first place in the Wacky Races event, failed numerous <laughs> times. Capture Yankee Doodle Pigeon, failed constantly. So who's the, uh, is that in? Um, I don't know, Yankee oh, no, Doodle that's... Pigeon. Hanna-Barbera wiki page. He is the messenger bird pursued by Dick Dastardly and his vulture squadron. He does not speak, but announces his presence by blowing a bugle. If I was him, I'd stop announcing his presence. Um, it says also here that Dastardly and Muttley in their flying machines, known in the UK as Dastardly and Muttley, is widely known as Catch the Pigeon or Stop the Pigeon, based on the show's original working title and the show's theme song. Oh, right, so the pigeon is the... The, sort of the protagonist, I guess. Well, yeah, yeah, I think they're flying around. Well, I, don't, I haven't seen it, but I imagine they're flying around and then they get into all sorts of mischief with the pigeons. Yeah, um, capture Elroy Jetson and destroy him for not being famous in the next Hanna-Barbera project. The fantastic world of Hanna-Barbera failed constantly. So he's got three main goals. He's failed numerous times, he's failed constantly, and he's failed constantly. So... He's not a very successful villain. No. I feel if we were doing some sort of debate with him, he would not be faring well at this no. stage. Crimes? We've got sabotage and cheating. Yeah, so he tries to cheat and win and he tries to sabotage the Ge- other. Is that cheating in the race or cheating with a lover? Oh, I don't think he's... I think he's very much single. Muttley? <laughs> what are you... Muttley... I think Muttley's um, uh, married. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's just their job, isn't no, it? The relationship between Do Muggy and Dastardly. Do they go home at night? And just all yeah, of course. Are they together? together? Maybe they uh, together. I think they probably live together, yeah. Well, is, is Muttley a pet or a colleague? Mm. Or an employee, maybe? No, I think pet because um doesn't speak English. Okay. Doesn't speak, sorry, doesn't speak human. <laughs> so, like, he's, he's mattering yeah. on in Spanish. Um, I like this as well. Down the bottom, it's got type of villain. Handlebar moustached stereotype. Oh, now, I thought that was two separate categories: handlebar moustached and stereotype. <laughs> no, there's no comrades. A handlebar moustache. And I've just got some other villains up for you. Oh yeah. So we've got um, Captain Hook um, from the Peter Pan franchise, and his type of villain is charismatic pirate. <laughs> <laughs> so these categories are so small. Do you reckon there are any other villains that would also fall into that same category? I just want to find someone else. A moustache twirling stereotype. Yeah, I'm imagining some a villain with a who's like a rich homeowner that's looking to destroy the village, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like like when when. What about the go compare man? I mean, so he's not he's not really a villain. Well, he's hated, but he's not circles, really a villain. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's he's moustache twirling. Uh, it's like a, kind of an evil mastermind, except you can't really call Dick Dastardly a mastermind because he fails at everything. Yeah, an evil mind. What about Voldemort? Voldemort's not got a moustache. <laughs> No, no, but I just want to see what category he fits <laughs> He might have done in a previous life. Uh, Dark Lord. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was just saying what they are. That's not a type of villain. The voice actor used the same voice as he did for the even more iconic vi- villain, Gargamel from the Smurfs. Oh, of course. Do you, you know what? Gargamel's also got a moustache. I reckon Gargamel will be a moustache-twirling villain. <laughs> Xenophobic magician. <laughs> and his crimes are attempted genocide. <laughs> it's very dark. I guess he does try and yeah. wipe out the entire Smurfs. Okay, so xenophobic it magician. It says Dick Dastardly, similar to Gargamel, but Gargamel tries genocide. But Gargamel, Dishonest John, Snidey Whiplash, Boris Badenov, 
Natasha Fatal and Lord Licorice, he's considered to be on the lower scale of villainy. <laughs> I don't know if you can say that Gargamel's on the lower scale no. of villainy if he tries to commit genocide. He bears a striking resemblance to Mario villain Waluigi. I didn't know Waluigi was a villain. Yeah, he's the he's like the anti Luigi. There's like, also wait, like there's Wario and Waluigi. They're like kind of like uh, the alter egos. Actually, Waluigi famously mustachioed. Let's see if we can find another mustache twirling stereotype. No, greedy rival. <laughs> Damn it! Well, if his whole goal is to win that race, and the fact that he's never won it. Yeah, but maybe he actually his goal is to be the wackiest racer well, that's well maybe he's misunderstood and i think yeah i think he is <laughs> like it's such a wacky to constantly be he's in so much he's in every episode isn't he yeah he's always up to exactly and i think he would say he's the most famous spin-off character so therefore he probably is the wackiest because he's the one that people remember i mean like penelope pit stops quite down the line yeah there's those um the Stone Age ones who hit each other on the head Flintstones that's quite no oh sorry yeah no, yeah. oh yeah no, I know them yeah they're quite wacky no I reckon he's definitely the wackiest but maybe he has misunderstood wacky racers trying to be the wackiest racer maybe he doesn't you know yeah he doesn't he doesn't think the winning's important yeah. Muttley as the name says by itself is a mixed breed dog yeah. um so like a mutt. As he is identified in wacky races as a bloodhound, pointer, Airedale, and a hunting dog, so that's quite a mix. Yeah. In an episode named Sappy Birthday, Dastardly and Muttley were inside their flying machines as Muttley shows a calendar where he reviews that April the 16th is his birthday. I think that means reveals. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, coming I'm up just, to his birthday. I'm just reviewing <laughs> my birthday. Here well, I mean, maybe if you're a dog, maybe you, and, and you're a mixed breed dog, maybe you wouldn't necessarily know, you'd have to check. No, Research. it is interesting that uh, oh, and he was voiced by the same person that voiced Scooby Doo. We well, doesn't have a voice. Oh, the dog noise. No, yeah. I quite like that they've got categories. So it's animals, cartoon villains, male, comedy villains, TV show villains, minion, anthropomorphic characters, mute, titular, protagonists, incompetent. <laughs> Lovely mix. <laughs> I like as well that it says he appeared to be the sidekick, and then later on it's like. They were paired later as villains, so maybe they become more... Um, There's more of an equal relationship. Yeah, an equal partnership. Well, I think it, especially early on, when Dick Dastardly is calling the shots, he hasn't brought them any success, so maybe he does kind of have to let Muttley more, have more of a role in his schemes. Yeah, yeah, potentially. Um, so when I'm thinking about evil, yeah. I think, right, I'm going to go to Cora to find out. Yeah, of course. So we've got a Cora here. Is it easy to believe there is no such thing as evil until something truly evil happens to you? And uh, we've got a lot of answers. I, uh, my eye was caught by this one. Nate White drinks coffee, writes copy. Oh, I like it. Um, very true. Very true. As a child, I was aware of evil in theory, but it seemed remote and unreal. The stuff of cartoon villains. My idea of evil was Dick Dastardly. And to be honest, I thought he was unfairly judged by society. Big words. Not big words. Big talk from Nate. Because supposedly he was cheating, but given that the other competitors in Wacky Races were driving fucking airplanes, the rules seemed arbitrary to the extreme. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. And then he's, he's put pictures of all of the cars to kind of illustrate, literally, yeah. his point. And we should say Dick Dastardly used to drive the mean machine. So I was unconvinced that there were any absolute moral principles. It all seemed pretty relative, and evil was apparently just a kind of laugh. So I like how he's <laughs> the idea of the, the big abstract noun evil, yeah. and then linking it into wacky races. Besides, if tying Penelope Pitstop to track trains was evil, I wasn't... Track trains? Train trains. <laughs> 
Besides, if tying Penelope Pitstop to train tracks was evil, I wasn't really sure what side of the tracks I was on, frankly. I was quite dastardly as a child. I, like, I see what he's done. Uh, wasn't sure what side of the tracks. Yeah, but I was also on. I'm like, what have you done? Have you been tying people to tracks? Hopefully not. Maybe those like uh, what are they call the little train tracks that run along the floor. Uh, Brio or something. Oh, uh, Brio. Brio. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that's from like fire in Italian? Allegro con brio is like quickly with fire. I did hear about the real evil villains of history too, Hitler and so on. <laughs> yeah, I do understand what his point is here, but he goes, but it still seemed unconvincing when I saw pictures. How evil could Charlie Chaplin be really? There's real footage of Hitler other than the Charlie Chaplin <laughs> film. And anyway, he seemed to have been unfairly victimised himself. Well, yeah, because they're trying to portray a complex character as opposed to... I think to he's theory. trying to be funny when he's talking about Hitler here. Yeah. The fact that he only had one ball was bad enough, but to keep the other in the Albert Hall was bound to wind the poor man up. It seemed to me that anyone would have been angry in that situation. Wow. So morally, I was still a relativist. Dick Dastardly, Hitler, me, we all have mud on our hands. <laughs> I think comparing yourself to Hitler on Cora is, is frowned Yeah. Upon. And I think, I think it's a little bit unfair to put Dick Dastardly in the same ballpark. Yeah, I, I think he doesn't... But he, fuck... <laughs> Because they're far less successful, Dick Dastardly, than Hitler. <laughs> That's right. Uh, um, here we've got, what are some of the examples of psychopaths in cartoons? <laughs> and so, so we've got people here. But anyway, psychopaths, that's meant to be n no empathy, can't really understand, etc. Can't really relate to humans. So we've got the Joker. I think that's fa fair. Shameless, remorseless, prolific criminal. Mr. Burns, yeah, to a certain extent. Yeah. Uh, Johan Liebert, do you know him? No, he's an emotionless it? serial killer. Yeah. And then anonymous here is <laughs> Dick Dastardly. That's why they put themselves as anonymous, because they know that that's going to be a, a controversial point. In Wacky Races, Dick Dastardly was one of the races who competed in a cross-country road rally, as his name implies, Dastardly aimed to win solely through cheating and trickery. His race car named The Mean Machine features all sorts of dubious traps for him to use against his opponents. I mean, very good information, but it doesn't say why he's a psychopath, oh, could, can you, uh, nay, the, even a sociopath. Well, the definition of like madness and, and psycho, psychopath. Psychopathy? Thank you. <laughs> is uh, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. Oh, really? Yeah. And no, that's that's madness. That's madness. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I said, I said madness. Oh, so doing. Um, that's not. What, what's, like, what's, what's the what's the exact quote? Insanity. Yes. Yeah, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Well, you could argue that that is what Dick Dastardly does. Oh, oh, I, I wasn't arguing that he he, he's he might be insane, insane yeah. but he's not a psychopath. Do you yeah. think Dastardly is his real name? Yeah. All a nickname. No, I think it's a... Well, no. It's probably his stage name. Yeah. It's like Mutley, a wrestling I think name. Mutley, it is Mutley's real name. It's yeah. not Mutley's stage dog name. Because I, I, I think it's like... It's kind of like WWE, isn't it? It's like they all have these kind of characters and they yeah. kind of, you know... Um, Where do you think the twiddling the end of the moustache comes from as an evil gesture? It's a stereotype. Because we've got some trivia about wacky races in general. This was one of several cartoon shows cancelled oh, no. during the late 60s, early 70s due to parental protests about excessive violence in children's programming. Okay. Um, the racing car's licence plates were HB and the number of their car, e.g. Dick Dastardly's was HB00, the HB standing for... Hanna-Barbera. Hanna-Barbera. Um, this is interesting. The show was originally conceived as a game show by Heater Quigley Productions, in which contestants would bet on the various characters, and whoever's character crossed the line first won the game. However, Fred Silverman, who was head of CBS day Daytime during the period, decided the concept would work better as a Saturday morning cartoon instead of a game show. I think that's um, fair enough. Yeah, I agree. 
in the Spanish and Latin dub, Pierre Nodoyuna, Dick Dastardly, was French accent. It was French accent. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, okay, they've got different names for them. Penelope Glamour, not Penelope Pitstop. His na- there we go. His last name is an orthographic contraction of Nodoyuna, which it translates as never get it. Oh, so he never wins. Oh, right. Oh, I thought he never... Um, he never gets it. He never understands what he's doing wrong, or he never gets it like empathy. Okay, maybe. Yeah, could be loads of things, couldn't it? Um, um, he's in Yogi's Treasure Hunt. <laughs> he became a kind of go-to villain for various Hanna Barbera specials and series, owing to his easy recognizability. And then you see episode Robin Hood Lana's Ring when Robin is trying to send a message to King Richard via pigeon. At one point, the sheriff of Nottingham yells out, "We must catch the pigeon! Catch the pigeon now!" Despite being a British show, the writer was obviously familiar with this show as the sheriff said it in exactly the same way as Dastardly. Dick. Um, do you think he comes from a long line of Dastardlies? Um, no, I think, I think uh, it's a stage name, but it's like uh, his great-great-great-great-grandfather was like um, Boris, Boris Bitbad. And then, and then we had like um, Harry Horrible. Yeah. And then da- gradually it became more and more until we've got Dick Dastardly. So you think Horrid Henry is a descendant maybe of Dick Dastardly? Well, yeah, I think, I think there is a universe in which that's the case. It might not be this one. Um, but, uh, would Dick Dastardly fit into your group of friends? Um, I think with difficulty because um, I like to think my group of friends are a bit more complex, a bit more uh, three-dimensional. Moral. Kind of. No, not necessarily. Just more like not so one-dimensional. I feel like you could predict. It's quite predictable behaviour. Yeah. And it'd be like, oh, dicks. Just. But then also, I think actually it's quite useful to have one person like that because it fuses the rest of the group together because they all just take the piss out of him. Yeah. He, I mean, he's also like, he, you know, you could turn around and he'd be tying one of his train tracks as well. That wouldn't probably go down so well. Yeah, so yeah, you'd have to watch it, wouldn't you? And also, um, Muttley. Yeah, do you get is that two for one zeal? Well, yeah, you'd, yeah, you might be well. You'd have to constantly go to dog pubs to hang out. <laughs> Those famous dog pubs. <laughs> well, pubs that let dogs in. Yeah. Dog friendly pubs. <laughs> As opposed to dog, <laughs> dog pubs, pubs. <laughs> exclusively dogs. Uh, <laughs> if you were to write a two man play about um, Dastardly and Muttley, um, Dick and the Dog. Yeah, Dick and Dog. Dick and Dog in the boat. Dick and dog in a bungalow. bungalow. I can see them actually living in a bungalow together. I don't think they're doing well financially, as you said. Like they're probably just about earning enough to keep entering and keep rebuilding. Well, yeah, they actually there's an entrance fee. Yeah, it well, it depends. We we speculated earlier that they get paid to enter, but I I don't know. Entrance fee is also especially if you keep losing. If you've never won. They might be like, look, we've got a lot of people knocking on the door here. There's a, it's a competitive race. A lot of people want yeah. the prestige of entering. You're not bringing much to the table. You'd have to put a lot of money and time into your vehicle. I reckon they um, submit headshot CV and uh, vehicle. Yeah. And then it's chosen like a wacky vehicle. I think they're there as kind of a entertainment value as opposed to general competitive. Yeah, maybe. maybe Serious competitive. Um, which is okay because they add a lot to the show. Yeah. Um... If you could choose to spend your whole life with Dick or Muttley, who would you choose and why? Muttley. Why? Because he laughs at all your jokes. Yeah, but no, he laughs at, at you. Does he? Yeah, he laughs at Dick when he gets like run over. Um, yeah, but I, I just think with Dick, when you say spend your whole life, do you mean in a romantic relationship? Yeah. Yeah, I think probably. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to go for a dog? <laughs> 
Come on. Or for a stereotype, a, a moustache twindling, twiddling. I think Marley would be a good companion. I mean, he's fairly loyal. Yeah, but he's, he's, not, but he's not afraid to bring you down a peg or two. He's man's best friend, not man's lover. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, fine. It would be a platonic relationship. With Marley? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's Dick, great. dastardly, I think, is too self-serving. And he's constantly cheating, and you wouldn't want that, would you? No. No, not in a committed relationship. No. And if you could give Dick one piece of advice, what would you tell him? Cheats never prosper. So you get him to completely change his image? Yeah, I, would, I think I'd change his name to Dick Do-Gooder. Uh, I'd shave the moustache, get rid of that stereotype. He's not recognisable without the moustache. Exactly, so he's blend into society. I mean, quite, if he grew out into the bed, he's quite Captain Hook, isn't he? If you were trying to reintegrate him into society after he served jail time, what would you do? Or do you think he's going to serve jail time for this? Well, his crimes are sabotage and cheating. Yeah, but like, it, no one gets hurt, do they? Mm. Yeah, but you tie people to train tracks, that's attempted uh, murder. What would I do, try and reintegrate Yeah, you're his parole him. officer or his counsellor, what would you do? Uh, get him a job as a mechanic. Really? Yeah, yeah technology. He'd be he's good at technology and he'd be interested in the workings of the cars. He could work in the Apple store as one of the genius. And the genius. <laughs> yeah, because he'd probably take that as red. He'd be like, I'm a genius. Genius, yeah, and that, that improves his confidence. Yeah, and he, he would think, he's, what would you get Muttley to do? Um, just be a normal dog, I suppose. <laughs> Not laugh at people's. Oh, I know, I'd, I'd get maybe one of those people that, um, you know, likes to go for, uh, what do they call rescue dogs. Okay. And sort of re you know. Would you take him off to Batsy, Batsy, cats and dogs? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. I don't know. That's yeah. so sad. All those dogs. Yeah. <laughs> don't put that in. But, he's, but he'd laugh, so, you know, he'd maybe bring the mood up. Yeah. So he'd be good for the other dogs as well. Dog morale. Dog, he'd be good for dog morale, yeah. <laughs> Doggy morale. Doggy morale, yeah. Yeah. Um, any, okay, so if, you, if, if Muttley and, and Dick Dastardly were in a two-man band... What would they be called? Muddy and Sons. Muddy and Sons, <laughs> I was going to say that. Yeah, but I don't think there's a... I don't, yeah, Dickwood a, Mutt? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, the... I'm quite proud of Dickwood Mutt. I think that's my strongest moment. Jabber the Mutt? I think, I think we've chatted a lot about wacky races, about Dick Dastardly, about Muttley. Um, thank you very much to Dickie Armour. Oh, I don't think he's French, I mean Dickie Armour. Yeah, Dickie if we're Armour. not pronouncing your name correctly, we do apologise. Yeah. Armour. Yeah, Dickie Armour. Armour. Um, Cover all the bases. Yeah, thank you very much for suggesting that topic. We've, <laughs> we've had a great time discussing things wacky and otherwise. Yeah, um, Dick Dastardly, big, I, I, he's got a special place in my heart now. He's one of my favourite villains. <laughs> I think that the, the segment where we're looking at all the different type of villains yeah, that's will definitely inform it in future. If you too... Um, not the band, if you, <laughs> if you are listening. If uh, you too are listening. Uh, <laughs> big shout out. But if you too want to uh, request a topic, social media at the top of the show. Get liking, get subscribing, and remember to send us a screenshot of the likes on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and then a subscribe on any podcast app, and you can request an episode of your choosing. Otherwise, we won't know you're telling the truth. No, yeah, and we're very trustful people. But also we have to get some assurances because we've fallen foul of that in the past. Anyway, on that note, it's goodbye from me, Will Baker. And me, Alex Prescott. And in the meantime, don't, don't forget, forget to, to overthink. overthink.